Your show's rubbish. Spinners, we have a bit of technical issues here, technical discussion. It's a special show, it's a special XFM in the community. We're going to go through your feedback that we've had over the last few weeks. We've done a few shows that are a bit different. We've done interviews, we've done things like that, um, but we haven't got to your feedback as much. So we're going to go through that today. Miles, how are you doing? Oh, I'm hot, mate. I'm very hot, sweaty, hot very claggy, very, but right, you know, it is, it is. <laughs> It is beer drinking weather now, isn't it? It's officially beer drinking weather. Miles is drinking beer as he says that. I can confirm. Well, or it might be cider. Right. No, that's cider because oh. of the colour. Oh. Yeah. It like, looks like infected blood. <laughs> I just want to um, drink all the time at the moment. I don't know why. Well, it's just this weather that makes you happy. Well, it's 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 also because we lost out on all this last year, didn't we? So exactly. when it was like this last year, you weren't allowed out even, let alone to drink in a pub. So. No, and I've got my vaccine booked. For the 11th of June. Okay, I haven't yet, but I will do. Well, you're one of those anti-vaxxers, is it? Is that your problem, is it? Is that your yeah, problem? Yeah, I, I think the government, it's Bill Gates. Bill Gates is going to control me from, from his little, with the little joypad. But anyway, it's not going to be the longest show today. It's going to be a, a short one. Um, I'll answer your question, because you didn't bother asking me, but I'm all right as well, mate. Thanks oh, sorry, how are you? Yeah, no, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll answer. I've answered anyway. I'm all right, yeah. Pleased to hear uh, it, in a way. Saw a mutual, I saw Pete today, and we've mentioned Pete on the show. Pete's like a recurring character, um, <laughs> but he's real, and he exists, and he's a friend of ours, so I saw him today. He's doing well, which is... Pete gave us a big break on hospital radio, and I'm pleased to say, you know, we haven't... We're we have exactly where... Exactly where we were. Exactly where we started. Um, he, he gave us a big stiff cock of a video as well, didn't he, one day? <laughs> oh, I remember that. Um, no, he's a lovely, lovely guy. And uh, so I saw him, and he's he's all right. And then I had a, had a meeting, so now we're recording. But yeah, should we get to it, Miles? Should we get to Sure, feedback? why not? Why Maybe, not? Should, we, should we start with um, Jack? Yeah, so uh, Jack uh, has actually set up a pub quiz uh, in in Hackney. It's, it's going to be in London. It's called the Dove Pub in Hackney. I'll put a link in the description so everyone can check out the Facebook event, RSVP. And it's going to be on series one of the XFM shows. You know, put your money where your mouth is. He said there's going to expect some absolutely barn-stomping prizes on the night for teams, including a cigar, a pair of tights, and a tax three £35 jackpot. So if you want to be, have that 35 quid, I do. I'm quite, I'm not great in pop quizzes, but I do fancy my chances at this one. So I know you're kind of, you're not sure if you're going to go yet, but I will be yeah. going. I just, um, I, I live a lot further away. I live in Brighton, so it's harder to go. I might uh, try and pop down, but Jack, I think it's a great idea. Um, yeah, keep going with it, mate. And uh, well done for setting it up. And uh, yeah, Mars, if you go and I don't, I expect you to put on a good show on behalf of the D-Trout spinners. I'm not going to be sharing the prize money, though, if I win. No, I, I'm, I'm happy. For, do you know what, mate? I'm happy for you to keep that £35 and get that, <laughs> get that berry cider t- times three and, you know, <laughs> spend it on yourself, mate. Uh, they do a lovely delirium beer in that pub as well. Very strong, very strong beer. That, that is but... absolute Brent. That's such a Brent thing. <laughs> say i don't know okay they do a lovely delirium beer great okay no one what do who cares but uh, no that's it's nice this little elephant it's got a little elephant as the brand mascot it's nice anyway <laughs> so do the world wildlife fund 
Yeah. This is from Chris D. Hello, Mars and Gary. Hello from Perth, Australia. I oh, thought wow. I'd shoot you an email as I'm a long time listener and have been a big fan of your podcast. Love to have you been to Australia? I'd love to go to Australia. No, so I was speaking about this with Pete actually. I was speaking about Melbourne and it's sort of like saying it's like Brighton, but I wouldn't go. Do you know why I wouldn't go? I, I don't mm-hmm. have fear of them in this country, but the spiders, I just Oh my god. Just don't be one of those people. Spiders. Oh yeah. Uh, if you've ever seen Mars around a bee or even a fly. <laughs> But but especially a bee or a wasp, he goes mental. He can't. He is the scare, the t- most terrified person I've ever seen in the presence. They've of got a like nets and stuff, and you know it's but, not like in in England where like a badger's gonna come through your window or a fox is gonna. No, a kangaroo it. will. It's you know it's even worse. <laughs> Have you seen the way like kangaroos box? They yeah, yeah, they're box very like very muscly. Very wish, muscly. Wanna, oh well, well, well you watch them, are you? Yeah. Well, you watch them. No, no. Gaylord will say <laughs> no. I came across your podcast by accident on Spotify. So many people do. <laughs> it was a and it was a great it's find. Complete act, terrible accident. It would never terrible, as I've never even met anyone who knew about the Ricky's uh, podcast, radio shows, guide tos, etc. So to meet someone who knows them as well as you guys do will be awesome. If you have any other Perth listeners, could you please pass on my details and maybe we can get a group going. Yeah. So this is a message to anyone living in Perth who or knows Chris. Yeah. They can travel. They can travel. It's okay. Go well, Perth, get it. How, did, how did Perth get there? Don't come down the motorway, did it? Go have a drink with Chris D, all right, fellas? No, seriously, in all seriousness, if you are Australian, do get in touch with us and we'll, we'll put you in touch with Chris. And uh, yeah, love to do that. Both yours and Ricky's podcast radio shows have been so great to listen to, especially at the moment with isolation. One reason I love them is that I can really zone out whilst listening and it's almost like hanging out with mates. On occasion, I even find myself pausing them so I can add, think, verbalise my opinion on whatever, whatever it is that you're talking about. I love that you could just sort of have a little conversation to yourself and go, oh, yeah that's funny i love that that took 12 takes to get for you to say it right. <laughs> but, One um, thing that really does date uh, Ricky's radio, however, for me, and there aren't that many, is when Steve spells out the eBay website URL. Yeah, that really does. That's it good. does, absolutely. It's uh, E-B-A-Y, as if, like, anyone needs Well, Ricky does that sometimes, doesn't he, when um, he's asking him to spell out the um the address for the radio station as well, and he's like, I don't get it. And Ricky's like, oh, come on. Yeah, no, that, yeah, but that's that's that doesn't date it. That's just like Ricky's laziness. That's, I mean, that's like you would not understand how Spotify works. Well, what well, the, the music comes down the telephone line. I do understand it. it comes <laughs> you know what? Down I did the... actually find quite flattering the other day when I went to see my mum, and she's just sort of getting into. She's trying to immerse herself in the world of technology, you know, social media or whatsoever. And you know, even like little things like Microsoft Office. <laughs> and she she wanted to ask my opinion on on um on her like tech tips and i just felt a little bit like yeah i'm i am good at something yeah, compared to her you're good yeah, yeah that's the same with me and my dad he compared to him i know about technology compared to most people my age or younger i don't just I know, know that just, much it's a superior sense of superiority just, just yeah, but that. that you know i don't think that would be instilled in many people in that scenario but in you i can absolutely get that you had a sense <laughs> of superiority and that that came because i can totally believe that and that's not a lie ladies and gentlemen <laughs> uh, but yeah uh what were we saying technology okay yeah thank you chris for your email anyway and uh what's the next one this is from Sam Richardson. Cheers for the shout out, lads. I was literally about to fall asleep. Then I jolted right up when I heard my name mentioned. You wouldn't oh. believe the smile on my face. You guys have definitely improved from the shoddy shite of a show <laughs> early episodes. Oh, God. <laughs> Keep it's it up true. and you'll be well on your way to getting a bronze at the Sonys. Well, Thanks. Sam, 
we haven't got, a, we didn't actually get a nomination at the British Podcast Awards. I haven't told Gary this yet, but. No, but I knew because I think you were told about. Yes, I did assume we didn't get nominated. But no, uh, sh- cheers, Sam. I'm glad we help you go to sleep. Yeah, no, Joel, we hope Joel up. Like, so if you're just drifting off just now, he, he would have jolted up. Sam, again. wake up. <laughs> get up, man. It's 3 a.m. What are you doing? You shouldn't be in bed. I love should that. be working on the farm. So. <laughs> uh, I think we have improved, actually. Yeah, we have improved. Well, from a very low bar. <laughs> Steve Weller, long-time contributor. Hi, fellas. Love the interview with Luke Campbell. What a lovely bloke, and nice to hear him sharing his stories about the K-Man. A moron in the sun made me laugh so much. I think you both make really good interviewers, and I'm looking Thank forward you. to more like that. Outstanding work, guys. Cheers, Steve. I'm glad you enjoyed the Thanks, interview. Steve. Well, actually, since the, that interview went out, we've had two more interviews go out. One with um, Nigel Williams and one with Matt Everett. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope you enjoyed them as well. And let us know what you think. But thank you very much for your email. This is from Liam. And Liam does always say... Yeah, Liam. Yeah, what, what am I today? What are we today? <laughs> Dear Matthew and Gavin, the Luke Campbell interview was amazing. I could imagine that being a special feature on an Idiot Abroad DVD. Really That's well it. done with that one. Thank My you. only criticism would be that it's too interesting and it didn't put me to sleep like your other episodes. <laughs> These don't get too interesting or I'll have to stop listening. We absolutely <laughs> will comply with that. Little food for thought, though. For a while, Ricky moans and gets annoyed at Rockbusters, but do you think this reaction was exaggerated slash made up to make it seem funnier or do you think it was his actual reaction? I always thought his reactions were over the top and the clues are actually quite clever and funny. What do you think? Absolutely the former, yeah. It's, it's, it's um, intended to, as entertainment and it did make it more entertaining. He did do it well. You know, Ricky was part of why Rockbusters was so interesting. If Ricky had reacted like, oh, they're all good clues and all the time, like a normal presenter, Rockbusters, we wouldn't be talking about Rockbusters 20 years later to, uh, today. <laughs> but but it's partly because of how Ricky reacts it's, it's, and the clues. That's what made it such a, a endearing and enduring feature. And absolutely, they're exaggerated. There's some clues that are good. Yeah, of course, he exaggerates all the time. Yeah. Neil Demand. Neil Demand. Neil Demand. Yeah, I can't believe that. That was a, that, that was is a... shit, Carl. I know it's Christmas, but uh, yeah, that's another. One. But um, yeah, <laughs> no, uh, uh, he, he of course overreacts for entertainment's sake, and he does it very well, Ricky. He says, "I really want to hear you guys interview Steve, mate. Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd see. <laughs> Maybe try the approach that he can advertise his new series, The Offenders, on your podcast. If he still doesn't come on, we can try to annoy him on the podcast. I'm sure many of your followers would happily comment on all of his posts multiple times, and even email his agent oh. from all that." email addresses oh, no, don't do that i reckon he would give in and come onto the podcast well no thank you for this Jed. no that might, might maybe that'll be a last resort but we're trying the uh, softly softly approach for now and yeah. softly softly basically he's not listening but we're still <laughs> you know we'll see but thank you for that and thanks for your email in general wet lettuce i'd love to talk to steve i think out of everyone i would probably enjoy to talk to him more than yeah yeah i think, no, he'll I, think, be the most, I, think I, I think he'll be the one that's more likely to talk to us about the xfm shows whilst everyone else is quite coy and eager to move on i think i, I started thinking that that he was the most likely but i think carl's the most likely now to do it and you know he's still He's sick of us because we keep interviewing his mates and uh, they keep saying to, us, uh, saying to him, like, it's Carl, is this all right to go out? And uh, Carl, do you want to come on their show? Like, because they want to. I still think he'd be more likely to do it. I think Steve's 
moved on in his life too much. But anyway, you never you never know. Who's next, Miles? This is from Johnny Whale. I think it would be a good idea to get loads of helium balloons and lift Gary into the air to celebrate the 20th anniversary of XFM. Okay. Either that or see how many grapes he can eat during Blur Song 2. Well, we might actually do that one. We might, we're thinking of doing that, a live event, yeah. <laughs> how many helium balloons would it take for you to... Uh, just one. I'm. I'm very. Um, I'm very. very no, I'm. I'm um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that would be possible. I think you'd need like the the Lindenberg, the Hindenburg. Sorry, not Lindenburg. Would you, ever, would you ever? Would you ever go in a hot air balloon? No, I don't think I would. I don't think I'd, too much could go wrong. You are quite risk adverse in in your life, aren't you? Generally. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. I just don't like spiders and hot air. Do balloons. you like theme parks? Do you like theme parks? Yeah, I don't like the big, the scary ones. Oh. It's scary. <laughs> Mum, don't make me go on. What's Sorry, the, uh, what's the most sort of, um, <laughs> what's the most sort of riskiest, dangerous situation you've ever put yourself in? I, I did um, paragliding. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Off the back of a boat, yeah. That was quite. I was quite proud of that. Have you been mugged or anything like Have that? Have been mugged? No, I haven't. No, I've been um, sort of. Like uh, challenged to a fight, but never had one. Just challenged. Well, I told you my, I told you that, uh, you know, that New Year's when I was walking home with my mate. I think so. Yeah, you must have told me. I just tell the listeners for the benefit of them. It was, it was some New Year's Eve party that I'd been to. This was like when I was, I think I was sixteen or seventeen. I'd just been there, and we were walking back home. Me and my friend, we were both a bit drunk at this point, and there was a group of lads on the other side of the road. This is quite a busy main road that we're talking about, and we're both having a nice time listening to music as you do on your walk home. And these lads just crossed the road, and um, they started like walking behind us. And I'm thinking, oh fuck's sake, because they are there's a, you know it's a big group of people. You have got to be careful. Miles is not a lad as well. And I'm I not a lad to, at all. And they start like getting closer to us, getting closer to us, like coming, like literally walking right up our ass. And I could sense danger straight away. My spidey sense is tingling. I then walk off into someone's front garden and i just begin knocking frantically at their door saying you gotta help us you gotta help us i i think we're about to get mugged i think we're about to get mugged by these guys and i walked what's in his face he's like come in i'm a police officer the guy was a police officer you haven't told me this actually it was just absolutely insane and they took me to see his table he's like right i'm getting my car we're gonna go out we went out because we couldn't find my friend and I was like, oh, my God, I'm starting you to... You left your field. friend to do this? That well, is terrible. That you is know, let's terrible. Not, let's not go into that. Let's not... No, let's, let's go into it. That's the no. worst... That's the aspect I'm interested in. That you left your friend. <laughs> I thought he was going to do the sensible thing and follow me. And that's what everyone would do when your instincts... You know, when that adrenaline hits. Anyway, we went to the car. We drove around uh, Ipswich, around the sort of local areas. Couldn't find him. Eventually, I get a call, probably about 15 minutes later, after I've been driving around this police. He's in the back, my friend's in the back of an ambulance. And I just start crying. <laughs> just start crying. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I left they beat him up. They gave him a good whacking on his face. And uh, luckily, they didn't take anything, but they did try. I can't believe you ran off. That is indicative of your future life and the way you've lived and the way you sort of see yourself and others <laughs> I did, the relative I did. importance of safety <laughs> between you and your friends 
I've just I've just got a very severe sense of urgency. Take the piss out of me because I don't like going in a hot air balloon. Look, I've just got I've, I'm prepared for any situation. No, you know? you're not. He is not. If he is not prepared for a bunch of like gangster clowns knocking at his door and trying to get in. <laughs> I was genuinely terrified in that stage, and uh, yeah. I've had a few people who've got mugged, and to me, it just sounds like the most. That and breaking into someone's house, I just can't even imagine what that must be like. God. Well, luckily you you got away because you left them it's them to get him. Luckily, if you were on your own, he would they would have they would have got you. But because you left him as bait, basically the sacrificial. You've got to have a sacrificial lamb in your life. Okay, exactly, everyone. Yeah, it's everyone Mars knows except for himself. <laughs> um, say, I don't I don't feel good about that. Can I just say? No, I don't think I you feel should. great about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, who's next? Who's next? So this is from our friends at the Wernham blog. I know a lot of uh, our listeners go and listen to them as well. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. You know, listen to all kinds of different podcasts. Not not every kind. Not maybe Antipodean ones. That means Australian. But go on. Random one. But I thought you might be the best ones to say this to remember. When Ricky talks about the aim of a game Carl came up with, as if it was to develop an interpersonal language, where you know what the other person is saying without having to explicitly say it. I think they're referring to when it goes, um, tool. Big eyes, you know, in the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I lay here with a pain in my stomach for non-Agenbach reasons, all I can think of is how I want something heavy and cold to press up against my belly. I reckon there is something so utterly unpretentious about Carl that he always speaks in feelings, if that makes sense. Like, even though he can't get the words out, I know how exactly he's trying to convey because he's talking from a weird primal place, which is hard not to be in sync with in a weird way. That is true. Uh, like, I think that's good. Yeah, it's a good analysis. Like abstract conceptual like feelings and emotions doesn't he? Without, very... without knowing he's doing it, without knowing he's doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because you say you pay me in your belly. There's podcast. Uh, this is podcast era stuff. But try get an ashtray if as if anyone ever has ashtray because because it's old cold as Carl says. It's like old cold. It's like still cold when it's not cold around it and uh, again that's that's Carl sort of speaking in a kind of more direct but also ironically indirect way of like conveying the coldness of a of an ashtray and how helpful it is when you've got a pain in your stomach because it is old cold it's not the way anyone else would describe <laughs> it but he does um, and yeah he does talk in that sort of emotionally um, signifying way rather than a sort of uh, a direct way that most people would converse that's, that's a good way of putting it that's a good point though as well like i mean old cold right it's not that dissimilar to you know having a hot hot water a hot water bottle a hot water bottle um yeah no but it's what it's describing it you could describe it as cold but he's like it's not like cold like in the fridge but what how can i describe it it's like old cold it's a weird way of describing that cold but it's true it's kind of true it is a coldness that step like if you pick up an ashtray in general it's quite cold to put on you and it's kind of quite comforting it gives you that cold sensation so anyway yeah thanks word and blog for that people people don't also have ashtrays anymore in their house do they generally speaking i i use a plastic container full of water Uh, that is so stupid i remember i went to um god this was another new year's eve party and um it was my mate it was in norwich and they had a celebrations tin full of fag butts and i mean literally yeah full 
the top. top. And that's quite big, celebrations. They are huge. And I just, I was almost sick at the sight of it. I just thought this is so, can you imagine just how many cigarettes if you were to like line them up, you know, you know the way Gillian McKeith used to line up food on a on a table and say, "This is what you consume in a week." Yeah. If they were to do the same thing with like roll-ups or um straights, just say, "This is how much you and your mates smoked this night." That You'd night, pulse, with, wouldn't you? Some some nights we've met, yeah, they would be. It would what's, be. How pretty... many cigarettes have we? What's like the max amount of cigarettes we've smoked in a night? Would you say about fifty? Yeah, I'd say that's probably right. What? It's just so bad, isn't it? Smoking. That is a lot. It's 25 terrible. each. Yeah, it's terrible. But um, we should need to. This is. This is. I. I want a theme tune like. Miles's New Year's Eve escapades. That's what this is. This is why I don't like New Year's Eve parties because they always. They either always disappoint you. You're either mugged or you're presented full of celebrations, Tim, full of fag butts. You know, it's always one or the other. And our last bit of correspondence is from Neil Doherty. Enjoying the show as ever, guys, so keep it up. Interviews such as the one with Luke Campbell tell me there doesn't need to be a direct link to the XFM shows for the guest episodes to be very insightful and entertaining. I'm so glad you say that, Neil, and you've spotted that because yeah. when we're trying to source uh, guests for the, for this show, obviously our pool is quite shallow. Yeah. So we're kind of spreading our wings. He doesn't mean it sounds like you're saying they're not worth having. It's quite small, I'd say. Just it should just say it's a small pool. But I know exactly what you mean. I just wanted to. It came across like you're thanks, saying. Thanks, like, thanks, thanks. Oh, for they, they were all. Yeah, well, that's right. They were all like, like it's like Claire's, like, oh, she's not worth it. No, we are, we are trying to get the core guests on, but. As it, as Mars says, there, there's a very small pool, so we are we have branched out a bit into kind of more XFM stroke radio stroke audio podcasting world people. And I would also say, if you do enjoy those episodes, and Neil has already done this, but do join us on Patreon because we kind of spread our wings a little bit and we speak about we things money. to the XFM shows, and you just got to give us a small donation. It doesn't need to be much. Uh, or it can be as much as you're willing to part with. So at 30 quid at a cash point, I reckon that's that's around monthly fee that should be. Yeah. No, it's seriously, we can pay anything like a fiver most people pay. So, um, yeah, get on there because we like getting the money. No, no, I'm joking. We, we, <laughs> like, we, we, genuinely, we enjoy doing the extra content and stuff. And, um, yeah, we'll carry on doing that. So thanks, Neil, for joining us on Patreon. And thank you for your email. Oh, no, it's not finished yet. <laughs> Oh, uh, thank you for your email so far. Anyway, thought I'd share the following with you before I milk it for karma on the Ricky Gervais subreddit, which is also excellent. I do highly recommend people go and check that out. I'll put a link in the description. I love it. Uh, Recently got married. Congratulations. I somehow convinced my partner to allow me to pick the theme for the cake. I like that he gets all the really important jobs. The cake. You do. Uh, we picked the venue and the and the guest list, and you do the cake. A little bit. I wonder if he even chose his own suit. I mean, probably not. <laughs> of course, I was not going to miss a chance to put my favourite monkey news as the theme. So, what could be better than number eighty-six, giving it some and driving the bride and groom in a car? It was an automatic. That is genius. And we've already posted it on our Twitter, but I do uh, urge you to uh, go over there and check it out because it is a beautiful cake, really well made. And I would proudly have that on a, on <laughs> on the head table. She is from Sri Lanka and it took place there, in case you're wondering why it's a tuk-tuk. What is a tuk-tuk? It's, it's like a, it's a little, uh, a little self-driven, like it's like a little, yeah, like a van, but open, completely open. And it's got like, you drive around in it and you, you can, it's on the, by often a bicycle, 
bicycle is on the front of it and you, a bicycle kind of controls it. I must say it was immensely satisfying finding someone who can appreciate the nonsense and humour in the XFM shows. And we often watch short YouTube clips from the show together. Oh. That was honeymoon, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Should we go to bed? No, I've got this uh, monkey news. It's got, uh, like, they opened a hospital together. Um, no, that is that is um, amazing, actually. Uh, it's, it's absolute genius, your Kate. Though I feel some of the subtleties of the humour in the show, such as the details you analyse on your show, can sometimes be lost to the people from some of the other parts of the world. I still feel that the overall quality or lack thereof is enjoyed all over the world. Thank you, Neil. Thanks very much. I really appreciate that. And um, yeah, if, if if some people in the world can enjoy this, uh, I'm pleased. Sometimes, you know, we've got people from all over the world who listen because we get the figures. And right, like in week one, we had a couple of little Saudi Arabian fellas listening. Which was Saudi Arabian fellas. Yeah, which is crazy. But but yeah, hopefully some people can enjoy it. I get that, yeah, the link, um, the references will be lost on, on some. But I'm really pleased you got married. Congratulations. Pleased you seem to get on with your wife which is not, not everyone does, um, but also that you enjoy the show together and that you've kind of introduced her to the shows and also that you did that cake. I think it's genius. And thanks for contacting us and letting us know. It's one of my favourite uh, things I've ever seen. You would be literally like Carl, wouldn't you, when he sat on a wedding day? I asked, I'll ask all the normal questions. Uh, how long have you known them? How long do you think it, how long do you think it will last? Yeah. That's, what, that would be you. What sort, of, what sort of tax breaks are you getting? I love that when Carl says, I don't think they do them anymore. No, Ricky, I think Ricky says it. But yeah, they, they, uh, no, oh yeah, he says he's looked into it. They do actually do tax breaks for married people. But back then, maybe the they advice. did. I, I've got a wedding coming up in August. Not your own? No, hell no. Oh. Absolutely not. <laughs> for that. No, it's for um, one of my, one of my girlfriend's clients who's, um, they're, they're a bit posh. She works with quite some little fancy people. And it's going to be in Chelsea, in London, which is like quite a swanky oh, yeah. part. I said swanky in <laughs> in London. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're all quite sort of well-to-do, kind of got big sexy jobs. And I'm a little bit... Any words of advice for me on how to behave? Don't talk yeah. to anyone. And, you know, just stay stay on the sidelines drinking your little cider. How many ciders am I allowed to drink that night? Uh, I'd say you're allowed to drink up upwards of 12 and downwards of 16. Yeah, being okay. realistic. That's good advice. That's good, good advice, advice mate. Good I feel advice. like you're setting me up for a fall. Yeah. No, no, anyway. I really want it to go well. Cheers. Really want it to go well, <laughs> mate. No, but thanks for all your feedback, everyone, and uh, really appreciate it. Very kind of you. So, um, yeah, we love we love sharing it, and that's why we did this special today, so we could go through it in detail, what everyone's, we could give it the time and attention that it deserves, and hopefully we've done that, and uh, you enjoyed the show. And we'll be back next week with not an, not, not another interview. We've done we've done too many interviews for, for ourselves. To, uh, we're all interviewed out, but we'll be back with a review of episode 47 of the Ricky Gervais show series two and uh, yeah we hope you enjoy it that'll be out next weekend probably and also we are literally counting down the shows now aren't we for season two we've only got about yeah. three or four left I think can't believe four, it. four left four or five left oh god yeah, that'll bring us right up to august if you do have any feedback guys any stories quotes favorite moments or just want to get in touch generally spinners podcast at gmail.com or on twitter that's spinners podcast or and also you... also like if you want ways that we celebrate ways for us to celebrate the 20th anniversary because we're we're planning on certain things and we uh we want your suggestions as well so let us know 
Definitely. All right, guys, uh, that's all from us today. <laughs> Have a fantastic week and we'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.